Hey everyone, welcome back to another 31 minute podcast. So this is the second one this week, we've done broccoli. It is the second one this week. And probably just to respond to people's questions that have been coming in and mm, yep. people have been, um, I don't know, a little bit uncertain, I guess, and asking stuff about, well, lots of stuff change, objections, which I'm not exactly sure what the objections are, but there's objections, yeah. I, I, I'm assuming in a business world. Um, but. Yeah, let, let's just touch on this one. Let's, I want to make it a little bit different than others, if I can. So, okay. Um, but also maybe carry on from last week. Last week we talked. Uh, last week, last one we talked about um, setting a target. Mm-hmm. And uh, if there's something that change does, it makes everything unsteady. But the other thing that it does do is bring clarity. So I reckon I'm more clear now than I have been in a while. On one. Who was there with me when everything went crazy? So you were there. <laughs> Broccoli was yeah. there. You really get to see people's behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, who's right there with you swinging. Let's start on a little story as well, okay. I think. Um, story time. Story time. <laughs> Buster Douglas. So some of you may know the story, some of you may not. Anyone that's around Broccoli's age will definitely not know the story. <laughs> but Mike Tyson was the king of boxing. So Mike Tyson was undefeated and he was renowned for knocking people out within the first round. Yeah. Pretty much with one or two punches. Yeah, the freak. Yeah. And so very feared, like, animal sort of vibe. Anyway, Buster Douglas was a fight that he had. I think there was another fight which didn't get scheduled, and I don't know the exact part of it, but Buster Douglas was, like, the next option. Mm-hmm. Um, probably not even at the level. Of, it, was, it was like an in-the-middle fight. Yeah. So you fight someone great, and then there was just, like, this Buster Douglas fight, and then... And then Mike Tyson was almost doing that fight as a bit of like a, an easier one before he did the next one. So Buster Douglas's mum was telling everyone, my son's going to knock Mike Tyson out. That's, his, that's your American. Yeah, that's it. That's, so I don't know what town they were in, but um, I just, anyway, I just thought I'd just throw that little in. The world's going crazy. So... <laughs> But she's telling everyone that she's going to knock... My son's going to knock him out. Mm. Buster Douglas got wind of this and said to his mum, can you please stop telling people I'm going to knock him out? Because it's Mike Tyson and not sure how it's going to go. She said to him, make me a promise that you will win. And he did. So he promised... Him and his mum had a great relationship. He promised that his mum that he would win. And she died before the fight. So she died a few weeks out from the fight. Obviously, full on for Buster Douglas, but he was training. So Buster Douglas was training super hard. Mike Tyson arrived in town. You know what Mike Tyson did? Went sightseeing. Really? Didn't train. Hardly trained, went sightseeing, did his thing. Um, So Buster Douglas went there, fully prepared. And the other thing that he sort of thought was if he could avoid the knockout... Mm. He might have a chance, maybe. Yeah. So what he did, his strategy was to basically tire him out. And Mike Tyson got there pretty unprepared and been sort of partying. Yeah. So I've uh, been doing all the sites, all the stuff. I'm sure there's other strip clubs and things. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure there was all sorts of stuff in there. Went to the fight th- thinking he'd breeze through. Buster Douglas avoided the the. You know, Early knockout, yeah. King King hits and knocked Mike Tyson out in about round ten, yeah. I think it was. Yeah. So 
I reckon that's a little bit like um, where we're at now. So like stamina is the key. You've got you to front up every day mm. feeling a bit average. You can't tell me anyone's waking up at the moment <laughs> no. going, woo, coronavirus, yes. <laughs> you know, no one is. No one. No one. Yeah. But he, his energy and focus was amazing. His preparation was brilliant. But he also made a commitment to his mum, which he had to deliver on. So that had, draws, I reckon, more power. It draws like, almost like a secret special power source that we all have. But when you make a commitment to somebody that you truly, truly value and you would deliver every time to that person, the game changes yeah. a bit because you're like, you're almost like strengthening your own resolve inside to keep going. Mm-hmm. So we're taking some punches at the moment, you know, in business and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But my stamina is excellent. Like I'm making sure I'm in a position where... I can endure and keep running at a fairly high pace, albeit a little bit less than... This is one of my owners. I'll just quickly get it while we're on here. Do you mind? No, I don't mind. Hey, Mike. This is great content. Yeah, we're just doing a podcast. I'll be straight up. Live Matt Stonewade. See you, mate. There you go. There you go. Another listing appointment. Um, So it's five o'clock and you're still going? Still going. I had a full day today, like completely full day. So you can't have stamina without awesome energy you just can't do it you, you tire so it's like running the cross country at school no, not one of those kids train for it <laughs> no, only the weird kids train for it you got the chubby kid at the back who all he does is eat things all day and they expect him to run three and a half kilometers <laughs> you got the kid at the front who looks like a little gazelle yeah. who wins every weight race whatever you got broccoli walking <laughs> yeah, I would walk you know. and play my mates yeah that's right that's what i mean but it's like it's like, plonk, there you go. But Mike Tyson's a good example of that. Yeah. A, a great athlete with no preparation was partly because he, he thought he didn't need it, yeah. but he just walked into this fight underestimating what he needed to do. Yeah. And do, you th- do you think most people are doing that now with this coronavirus? They are. They're, they're underestimating who they need to become. Yeah. And I don't want to keep doing podcasts and videos on coronavirus. I'm actually over-talking about it. But it's like... Can't really do anything else these days. <laughs> no, you can't. Like, you know, it's this lockdown thing and whatever. So I, I think to myself, like, how, how do I arrive in four months' time? Four months. I hope it doesn't go that long. <laughs> two, two months, three months' time, better, fitter, faster, and stronger than before. That's my entire aim. The preparation in that for me is... It's daily chunks, like it's daily. So I trained at, I trained every day now at the factory at 5.30 in the morning, but it takes half an hour to get there. Up at 4.30, doing my thing, mentally preparing, go train and train real hard. So my mate who I train with, he's, he's excellent, pushes me super duper hard. Not once, and you know, we're using bands at the moment and I reckon it's going to tweak my body even further. There's always this bl- benefit in change mm, always i haven't even thought about the gym i mean i'd like to go to the gym mm. but i wouldn't I haven't even thought about it i'm like yeah we're nailing it at the moment yeah. but then i get home and i'm like oh how much more time have we got so i do burpees i do abs i do something whatever else and it's like it's like i want i want to be so i set a target before i want my body to be 
amazing as I get older, well, there you go. I've got opportunity to do it now. Yeah. It's delivered. Mm. You know, like, I think... So Buster Douglas, one, knocked Mike... T- you know, he's undefeated. Not one person could beat him ever come close. Everyone not even nearly. Everyone's scared of him as well, yeah. Everybody. So stamina was the key. So what's people's stamina right now? I, I went down to get... Um, is it is Gomez? Gomez, whatever it's called. Yeah, Guzman and Gomez. Is that Mexican? Yeah. <laughs> I got Mexican today. Yeah. And I looked at Dan Murphy's, who's right next door. People walking out with shopping trolleys full of alcohol. <laughs> yeah. Full of alcohol. Yeah, yeah. That's the last thing I'd be doing right now. I, I get if they want to, you know, go for it on a Saturday night and knock themselves out sleeping all day, they can. Yeah. You know, I've actually thought about the same thing myself. Yeah. At some point, I might have a bit of a party. Yeah. Well, with me. Can't do it, you know. But it's like, it, I just don't get the mindset of that. Like, mm, I, yeah, I understand, but, like, what sort of stamina is that breeding? Is that breeding, like, a high-energy vibration the next day so you can, like, upstep it more? So today's super busy outcome, that didn't, that didn't come from nowhere. That's, like, adjusting, talking to people, ramping it up, all of that. I'm, I'm pre- I have been preparing and preparing and preparing for the run. Yeah. You know, and you're with me. You watch the run going on right now, 4.30 in the afternoon, doing a podcast, I don't need to do the podcast. Why am I doing it? Because another opportunity to reach more people, talk to people. Um, and, and it's like, I, I want to beat the champ, hmm. whatever that is. I don't know what it is, but I'm swinging. I'm swinging really hard. I'm actually pumped by this thing that's going on right now. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Everything's changed. Everything has changed. So weird. Um, how long have we got? 10 minutes? Yeah, as long as, well, as long as you need to go to that listing appointment. A couple of other things, all right? Seasoned. I love seasoned when people are seasoned. Um, and you can't get it any other way. So you can't get uh, to be awesome and sit in front of somebody. So have, you ever, have you ever dealt with somebody that's just been around? They've been through a lot in life. I don't mean like you, been around. But it's like I'm talking about being around and done a lot of accomplished a lot in their life and they have this really calm confident energy about themselves it's like almost like makes you feel at ease yeah that um well i don't know if i'm by say his name but that they'll do yeah done a lot one of my one of my mentors friends great friend of mine rings up the phone i'll do anything for him so he's he's a good example anything in business that i want to know so he rang me the other day actually and he said how's your business going i said good put off about 30 people blah 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 this is this and he goes Da 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 da. Gave me about ten things. Said this is what I would do. Da, 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 da. Some we'd already started doing, yeah. but I'm like, I'll listen to every single word that guy says. Yeah. So the the guy who, um, the plane almost crashed in America and he landed in the oh, water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember his name, but I do remember. That, yeah. yeah. If I was to fly on a plane, I'd want to fly with him. I would actually feel like that guy has has got an he he knows what he's doing. He, 100%. Yeah, for sure. I don't want I don't want the trainee that's just <laughs> like yeah, learning right. learning a little bit. Just stepped out of one of those little little planes and then he's got into the big jumbo jet. It's his second day. It's like when um we went skydiving that time and I was nervous as very very scared. Then I met my instructor and he's talking about how he's done base jumping, jumped off cliffs, and I'm like, well, this is just nothing to him. And then it made me so much more calm. I actually enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But the funny thing is you can't get it any other way. Yeah. Like Without doing that stuff, yeah. It's a world phenomenon, stop, this, that, whatever. Imagine in three years' time going, yeah, well, when the coronavirus is around, this is what I did. 
Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. It's like I talked about the GFC now or whatever. So that pilot landed that plane with precision. Awesome. Saved all the people. And it, it's like... I think I think about that, and I was like, if he was flying my plane, I'd just kick back, and I wouldn't even yeah. think again. Sometimes I do think, oh, I hope they land the plane all right, yeah. blah blah. So we've got to look at it for what it is. I didn't want to do this whole thing on this virus thing, but it's like the climate, the the change, the it's like it's making you someone better. Yeah, it is. You can't go out and write yourself off these days. You can't go yeah. to restaurants and spend all the useless money that you usually would spend. Yeah. You can't really get... Like, I reckon, yeah, it's just dining people's life. How many people have you heard that say, I don't have enough time to do this, I don't have enough time to do that? Well, listen, everyone, you've got plenty of time now. Plenty of time. So if you're not using the time wisely, like, craziness. Mm. Like, we're, there's so much time to tweak your body. I had a call today from my old mate of mine. He goes, mate, look at your body. What's bloody hell what's going on but i'm all the time that i got now i actually make it fit in a busy day as well yeah so it's like uh, he's known me for a long long time and I, i'm just like i'm like looking at it going wow what a, what a great space in time right now so last thing i want to talk about is someone said um objections how to handle objections in the current climate <laughs> i didn't really know what that means but I, i'm assuming business objections i don't think you handle objections really there's no magic trick to it you've got to understand why it is an objection first why does it bother the people if you can get to the bottom of that first you'll have an answer for it if you can help them if you can't you can't the objection is going to be a stopper so i don't mean to throw that into something that sort of doesn't fit in here but we had a question yeah we had a yeah we had a question about that and i was like objections are nothing more than people's uncertainty though they're just not sure about it if i always like just to be i always like to think to myself why are they asking that question is it a real problem for them? Is something happened in the past that's an issue or is they thinking about something that's going to be affected down the track? I have a question. There you go. So people who are working, a lot of young kids, people who work in the supermarkets, uh, what's your advice to them who are like getting abused, spat on, because people are panic buying and they just blame it on this young kid who's stacking shelves? <laughs> well, I don't understand that, but like, what would be your advice to them? Because you would have had people blow up at you. Me. Being in real estate, yeah. Daily. Yeah. So what's your advice to them? Someone who's like been around a long time to know that people blowing up and using That's their problem. Yeah. I always think about when people are angry. Yeah. It usually comes from a place of fear yeah. or anxiety. Yeah. That's why they're angry. They can't control their emotional set point. And I always look at them and I think, always ask the question to myself, why are they angry? Mm. Like really? So those people are angry because they can't get what they want because they've got four kids at home. Mm. They haven't prepared. It's mm. all about preparation. Mm. Buster Douglas prepared, Michael Jordan, uh, Michael, Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson yeah. didn't. These people didn't prepare. Before she went through, I said on the last podcast, I think, but I had six months of food storage at home. Yeah. Six, months. six months of food, at least. Yeah. Six months. I, we divorced now, but she rang me the other day and she said, what do you want to do with all this food storage? I don't have room to put it where I am. I said, well, just keep it. And she's, I think she threw it all away. But I had, I had everything. Oats, tuna, blah, blah, blah. Because I prepared when, the, when you don't need it. No, yeah. There's advice out there around food storage. And I'll be doing it again. So when I buy a new house at some point, or buy a house at some point in time soon, one of the first things I'll be doing, again, is buying enough food for six months of food storage. It's, it's like, why, why would you run out and try and buy food now? It's a perfect example, I reckon, is, because I do it heaps. Like when your car's on empty and like you drive past on the way home from work, you're like, oh, I'll just fill it up tomorrow morning. But then tomorrow morning comes and you've got to be here at this time. You just don't, you have, don't time. have time. Why not just do it the night before, prepare, and then yeah. that's yeah, a perfect example. So let's leave it on this. 
Are you mentally preparing, physically preparing? Preparing also like you, for like financially preparing, spiritually preparing, but also um, what do you call food preparing? Not food preparing, but like it's physical as well. I meant physical body, right, yeah, but yeah. also physical in your, in your space. If you're really prepared, and there's great lesson in this for people, great lesson. If you look at all those sectors of life, all those spaces in life, and you said to yourself, if, every, if I had to live for a year and couldn't pay things or do whatever or whatever, could I live? That's the place that people need to start thinking about because that's how I think. Yeah. You know, I live very moderately. I, I do it because it's like I don't want the stress. Um, I know this is like all of a sudden, but if you've got six months of food, the bank's put the thing on hold, your mortgage and all that sort of stuff, or you were debt-free, you really wouldn't care. No, yeah, it wouldn't. Yeah. So start thinking about that. This is bringing clarity. This change, is, change always brings clarity. This is bringing clarity to people's lives. Grab it and really like look at it and say, for the next one that comes, how do you be in a super strong position so you can just let it come and go? Yeah. I think once you get there and start looking at that, you'll do it when everyone else isn't, is, they're not paying attention. You know, I used to go through the supermarket, buy six cans of baked beans, six cans of this, and blah, 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 when there was no reason for it. And I think when you do that, it puts you in a position of strength later when you actually need it. There you go. Thank you. See you in the next one.